0: following podcast is brought to you by Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary.
1: Welcome to Confessing the Faith, a theological and devotional walk through the 1689 Baptist Confession of Faith. I am your host, Sam Waldron, one of the pastors of Grace Reformed Baptist Church in Owensboro, Kentucky, and the president of Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary. In this talk, we come once more to chapter five of the confession, which is entitled Of Divine Providence. Paragraphs two to seven of this chapter address questions raised by the doctrine of divine providence stated in paragraph one. Greg Nichols puts these questions clearly, and I'm going to use the questions as he raises them. Paragraphs two and three answer the question, What difference does it make what I do? Here's the confession's answer. Although in relation to the foreknowledge and decree of God, the first cause, all things come to pass immutably and infallibly, so that there's nothing, there's not anything, befalls any by chance or without his providence, yet by the same providence he ordereth them to fall out according to the nature of second causes, either necessarily, freely, or contingently. Here the confession explicitly confirms that it does matter what we do, because God's providence does not ignore or override second causes and conditions, but works through them. Certain actions on our part will have certain results. This is how providence works through second causes and necessary and free conditions. Paragraph 3 goes on to answer this question in another way. God in his ordinary providence maketh use of means, yet is free to work without above and against them at his pleasure. The main point here is that we must use the means because God ordinarily makes use of means. And thus, again, it matters what we do. God uses means, and therefore the means are important. Of course, the Confession Uh, says that God's hands are not tied by such means. He can work without them, as in some miracles, above them, as in other miracles, like the feeding of the 5,000 from the contents of the little boy's lunch. And even contrary to means, if he wishes, he can, if he sees good, make the iron axe head float. Now, Understanding that God controls the world through means should keep us from three really bad attitudes. It should keep us from a miserable anxiety and complaining about life. Everything is under the control of the living God. If you believe that, it will keep you from an anxiety and complaining, which will make your lifestyle miserable. It will also keep you from, in the second place, a paralyzing fatalism. What difference does the use of means make? All the difference in the world, because God has ordained the means to the end. And in the third place, it'll keep us from the attitude which we can describe as a ruinous presumption. Do not presume that you will see the results and the outcome that you want without using the means. Do not expect that God will Uh, Save your loved ones unless you pray for them. Do not expect to be safe unless you take precautions. The means to salvation is repentance and faith. The means to profit is labor. The way to heaven is holiness and walking the narrow way. Another question is commonly raised about God's providence. Uh, Pastor Nichols puts it this way. If God is in control of all things, how can God blame me for my sins? The answer to this comes in Paragraph 4. The almighty power, unsearchable wisdom, and infinite goodness of God so far manifest themselves in his providence that his determinate counsel extendeth itself even to the first fall and all other sinful actions, both of angels and men, and that not by a bare permission, which also he most wisely and powerfully boundeth and otherwise ordereth and governeth in a manifold dispensation. To his most holy ends, yet so as the sinfulness of their acts proceedeth only from the creatures, and not from God, who being most holy and righteous, neither is nor can be the author or approver of sin. Though all sinful actions are included in God's overruling providence, the actual sinfulness comes from the creature and not from God. The reason is at least partly that God's purpose in the sinful actions is holy. while well, the purpose of the creature is wicked. The sin is thus according to our motivations and our fault. God is neither the author or the approver of sin.
0: Thank you for listening to Confessing the Faith on the Man of God Network. Brought to you by Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary. CBTS is a confessional Reformed Baptist seminary which provides affordable online theological education to help the church in its calling to train faithful men for the gospel ministry. To learn more about how you can partner with us in providing informed scholarship with pastoral heart, visit cbtseminary.org.